Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, this is the Outsiders Social Club, a place where us misfits, miscreants, weirdos, oddballs, eccentrics, outcasts get together and palaver, ramble, prattle, and what a have you. So without further ado, uh, here it goes. Oh, he really left. Pop on the road, oh, shit. Knock back a drink. There's nobody home. Well. Well, uh, welcome to the Outsiders Social Club. I am Drinks with Ron, and I did not make myself clear. Uh, <laughs> Jim Seam just dipped out on us. I was kind of hoping to hit him up in the post game. So uh, I guess my next move, um, after I throw it to the godfather of drinks to reset the drinks, is will be to uh, try to get Jim back. So <laughs> with that... Uh, Squirrely Dan's older brother, Troy, godfather of drinks, uh, let us uh, set us up. Excellent. Well, thanks, Ron. It was great to have Jim around for this. And and I did hit the over on two sets, uh, two sets of bourbons and two beers and more than nine sips. Uh, I saw that our friend Hashi had some sips from his, his soda can and the things he's taking care of. Uh, brother Ron did the same. And uh, our guest, Jim Seams, had more than nine sips of his chamomile tea. So he also hit the over tonight. So all members of the Zoom hit the over, which is could be a Outsiders podcast record for the over. Mm. We did lack dogs tonight. We also yeah. lacked uh, cats and snorts. Um, but we did have lots of good things. I saw a cat hash, but we didn't hear him make any noise. No, she's, Miss- she's meowing. You hear? Nope. Speaking of cats... Like sands through the hourglass, these are all my cats. All my cats, sponsored by Pretty Kitty Kitty Litter, because references. So yeah, we 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 had very minimal cat participation, but I, I look forward to rectifying that in hour two. Uh, Mr. Pants, resident cat pothead, is sleeping in the chair. He must have caught a contact. Um, I don't think we'll be hearing from him. But, uh, Hash, I don't know that we've ever introduced uh, formally our friend over here. Uh, Fill us in. Uh, This is Mira. Mira Mm -hmm. is uh, quite the look at me, uh, Louise, you know, as she's jumped in here and she'll constantly uh, jump in and and scream at me. Uh, Sorry if that, and she likes to bump the microphone. No, that's um, exactly what Mr. Pants does. They are very, I think this must be uh, pothead cat traits because they're both. Well, she doesn't like the weed, but she doesn't <clears> mind, you know, hanging out. But her favorite oh, he thing does. in the he world uh, is to run outside. Well, not outside, but we have like a, a, a mud room. You know what I mean? That gets uh, cold. Okay. Yes. Uh, so she likes to go out into the mud room, which we have the door to the mud room is closed because it's cold out there. So she likes to yell at me. To open the door. I let her out there. She goes out there. She yells literally like as loud as she can. Just wow. Yeah. So what is happening? And then she comes back and she wants to be let in and her, her feet are cold. And so I'm like, hey, do you have chili beans? And she's like, I'm like, oh, do you have chili beans? And then she comes <laughs> on my lap and then <laughs> she sticks her head in my armpit. And uh, that's her favorite thing in the world. She wants to do that like every day, like every 20 minutes. And I'm just like, dude, this I can't just get up and open the door and sit down and wait for you i have a sad cat story oh no but not a very not not that ends poorly but i have a beloved neighbor who i care deeply about who has like a 30 year old cat 
Ooh. And this poor cat has thyroidism and diabetes <laughs> and arthritis. Diabetes, and this poor cat diabetes. stumbles around and he's worse than Wilford Brimley. And she loves this cat directly. And much like wasn't the poor character character from Letterkenny where he, he bops his penis upon the urinus. <laughs> this poor cat <laughs> just bops his head across the table legus. It's so oh. sad. No, I know what you're saying. I in high school I had a buddy. His mom was always out of town. There she was divorced. She was we in her live in a town of four thousand. She made the wise move and got out of town every weekend. He had an open house. We would party there. One night I was hammered and his cat came through and ruined my night. Um this cat walked through the room, could not bend at the knees, so it walked like this through the room. There was patches of hair missing, and the cat stopped, and it turned, and it looked at me, and it went, and no sound came out as it tried to meow. And I was like, oh, my God, this cat has lost its meow. What kind of life is this? What happens to meow? Yeah, he doesn't have his meow. He's not even a cat anymore. So the cat walked out of the room, and I'm just like, oh, my God, you're bringing me down. Just ignore it, Ron. You're a high schooler. You're getting drunk in a house where you're not going to be hassled. This is great. This is the peak of existence for you. The cat walked back into the room, and it went to lay down. But as I said, couldn't bend at the knees. So it just had to spread its legs apart, all four legs, until it was able to tip over sideways like fucking Artie Johnson from Laughing. And reference, uh, yeah, references skew, skewing old, skew. um, yeah. And then the cat eventually got up, we walked through the room again. And this time, as it walked through, a shit just fell out. But yeah, like I said, the cat just shit as it walked through. So I convinced, I told my buddies, like, we got to put this, we got to take this cat out. Like, you got to, he's going to crush up some pills, put it in the cat's food. We have to euthanize the cat. Butter. Yeah. That's how you feed cats pills, butter. Uh, yeah, it was it was bad. It was twenty one year old cat. That's no older than Rano at the time. It Crazy was. Talk. It was that cat was the oldest thing in the house. You know, I've made the point in my life where nothing but people are older than me. That's disappointing. <laughs> and trees, trees and people. That's it. That's yeah. all I get. Yeah. Welcome back, Jim. Jim, hell of a job. Thanks for being around a bunch of weirdo strangers, dude. That's all right. That's my people. And we welcome Jim Seam back to the podcast. With a track nearing 20 years old, this is me, Jim, and a keyboard. Live in a room with one take, with one microphone. We went about six to seven minutes improving, riffing, uh, freestyling, whatever it is you want to call it. I took that seven minutes, we chopped it down, and uh, came back and threw a little shitty bass on top of it. This is an improvisational track done in the style of 80s rap, which I like to call after-school special rap. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy 86 Legit. Oh yeah. Alright. One time for your mind. My name is Clay Be Played, and I'm here to say right. staying in school is A-OK. Uh-huh. So get good grades and listen to your teacher, but guard your butthole when you're next to a preacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. Word up. Cracks speak today, I mean good grief. That's a good way to wind up with no teeth. Crack smoke is an acidic compound, so before they fall off, all your teeth turn brown. Yeah, that's the word on crack, y'all. Go back to the school. Something kinda fresh. Yeah. Sound 
We, we, I, I love hearing, hearing you talk and I love your stories. And we, this is the part where we hang out, make fun of each other and, uh, try to try to, uh, find something worth salvaging to put in the universe. But we're having a lot of fun on a completely zero listener podcast. Right. Um, and it's great because it's, it's, uh, we've met a, some really fun people. I mean, a little mad at hash next time he's on our podcast, he's going to get muted the shit out of him <laughs> for not inviting me onto his nostalgia pit, but you know, that's okay. He's got his own podcast and he can do what he wants. Hey, Hey, I was looking for suggestions. That's when you yeah. say, you know, hey, I'm in. Me? And also yeah. hey, character hey, limit. hey, 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 pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. Hey, Hey, Hey. Yeah. No. Well, no. character limit. Okay. So that's all. But most of those nice. people, I, most of those people, I promised the, to be on, and then I had a nervous breakdown and stopped uh, doing podcasts. So, you know, that's why you know now we're doing season two. So that's what I'm just like, nice. oh yeah, well, we just uh, took took a vacation between seasons, and uh, yep. you know, yeah, rebranding. Yep. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, my if if you know anything about my podcast, it's entirely one hundred percent to well two hundred percent honest overly honest uh too much honesty but yeah you should come on uh we could talk anything nostalgia based sounds good um i'm gonna do the mandala effect in an episode here soon uh one thing that we like to do is uh analyze it's a segment i'm gonna release here in season two deep dives on songs we did um madonna's like a virgin Okay. And we did uh dude Spoiler like alert, she wasn't a virgin. She wasn't a virgin. Uh it actually might not have been that song, but it, there was a Madonna song and we also did uh Dude Looks Like a Lady. That oh. was what launched it cuz someone just started singing that song and then we were all like, is that song problematic? Right. Like, like maybe not. I don't know what he's about? saying. Yeah, yeah. We, we, 
Well, all of us were just like, it feels problematic. Something doesn't feel right here, but we weren't sure what Steven Tyler was trying to say. Right, but so, dude isn't a bad term and neither is lady. So where are we sitting here? It's like, ah, he isn't like dude looks like a lady. You know uh, what I mean? It's yeah, like, it, he's not saying it in a negative fashion. He's just pointing out that, you know, that dress like, kind of makes him look like a lady. And- well, it's interesting because, you know, back in my day, we had high school te- teachers who would sing the Lola song too. <laughs> so pre dude looks like a lady but yet yeah, still the same idea you remember the first time you la, heard la, that la, song la, though oh yeah it's like that's another song that sounds really cool that's kind of got some interesting lyrics yeah like yeah. i yeah. first time i heard it as a little kid I was, and i was loving it and then they hit you with the curveball and i was like wait a minute that's yep. hey, hey jim i got a question for you though related a little bit to music but it's not about since this isn't this certainly isn't anything that that's um you know i'm come from a very musical family i don't have any I chose not to chase um, playing talent. I'm sure that I, I'm pretty sure I have it, but I don't, I don't, I chose not to do it because of the way I came about it. And um, for me, um, I see and feel music when I find something I like. And I was wondering when you're, when you're in, in the zone of either something you like, or when you're in a creative spot, like, are you, are you seeing it, feeling it both? Um, neither what's, what's the, what's the vibe that hits you whenever it's like, this is what I want to, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to do things right now. This is time to start recording now. Usually it's, um, a lot of times it's like when I'm sleeping or, you know, in between states, of course, like any grasping is probably unnecessary, even though it's all we do usually in our waking hours, it's probably like completely, uh, you know, contra, uh, to, to what we're trying to achieve, but, you know, like, um, yeah, that's it. Like usually it's really lucid or um, a lot of times I'll see things as like, I'm like from a skateboarding surfing background. So I'll see things like kind of like how you like hang up, say like on the coping for a second, then go back in like kind of like this. That's kind mm-hmm. of how I see music. Uh, um, but yeah, I, uh, shit, I don't know when it's there, it's there. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to say like, it's not worth and it's not worth pushing. Like anything is not worth pushing. Yeah. For me, for me to hear you say that sounds like it's a feel. Yeah, right? it's a feel, for sure. That's whatever the state might be or whatever the mood, mood expression experience. Yeah. When the thing hits, the thing has to be recorded in a way that makes sense to me. That's right. And I, and I think that it's translated into some interesting things for me in terms of presentations or day job stuff. Like, you know, you got a big thing on Thursday why don't you have your stuff put together? Well, cause it's only Monday and I will, I will kill it on Thursday, but today's Monday. Yeah. And you, you kind of have the, the, a bit of a lucid dream or a couple of moments of stillness or, or a trigger of a, a, a picture or a song or something else. And so um, not having the creative gene that, that you and hash, um, you know, kind of can speak to a little better than I can. I, I appreciate, you know, you're simply saying it's not about, it's about it's about where I am, but it's not it's not emotion and it's not it's not feels and it's not necessarily experiences. It's what I'm doing right now when it hits me, and I'm just going to go with it. And right. I think that's awesome to hit the, hit that hit that wave and try and and do the thing that can can put money in your pocket and get you to Mexico. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm trying to do. Like that last song I played for you, you know, it says like, um, "There ain't no chance I'm going to let heaven slip away." That's about a woman in Mexico that I. Like I, I used to like really, really, really get around, you know, like touring and stuff. But I promise, oh yeah, touring, uh, yeah. Phrasing, you're not gonna believe alert. 
You're not going to believe it. Like ever since I met this woman, I haven't been in Mexico for well over a year. I'm not interested in anybody. You know, I'll be out and like women that are like half my age or, or more. Wait, no, half my age. Wait, less than, <laughs> less than half my age. Wait, it's half your age yeah. plus 10, my man. You're I'm past, you're passing your doing half I'm your 40, age. So, le- so yeah, 15 years younger, whatever. But they'll be interested in me. And like, I'm not, you know, I'm still into her. I'm trying to get back to her. So, you know, I'm hoping, uh, you know, maybe that song about her get me there. Who knows? But um, Mexico is like where the magic lives for me. It's like lucid dreaming, like, uh, you know, it's just like it's it's like when you're a peak experience. Uh, I always thought I had anxiety or depression, whatever. But um, it turns out, you know, I was in America. Everybody here has anxiety and depression. There's something it's to be said. America. Yeah, There's something to be said for removing yourself for an environment where that's so prevalent. You know, that's true. I just never considered the environment being in the entire country. Segway to oh, Costa Rica episode, Rano. Yeah, right. Teaser. Just leave, you know, no, 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 no therapists or as I've ever told me, just leave. But it's probably the best thing you could do. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because I, I love that. Oh, go ahead, Hash. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying just big time. Yeah. Well, I love I, leaving the country and being hosed. I'm just feeling feeling so susceptible by being vulnerable to, you know, bad language or or bad skills or whatever else. And just simply trying to get along to go along. Yeah. Um, I like that feeling a lot. Even though it, it you know it reeks with the things in my head, but I still I still love it. Like it's exhausting to go to customs in a foreign country that speaks French mm-hmm. or fe- speaks Portuguese and have a U.S. passport. They're like, oh, welcome to America. Yeah, yeah. Okay, welcome to welcome welcome to our country. You know, and it's like, do you have any? Where are you going? What's your things? And it's so humbling, and I love that about about traveling. But I'm also very much caught up on that because I feel like I'm insulting my friends my foreign friends, because I don't speak their language well. So until I master all languages of the world, I can never, never leave Idaho. So I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Until I am 100% fluent in all languages, I cannot go to Mexico. Not even Canada. (laughs) Not even Canada. No. Damn it. French there. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, so Jim, are you are are you a prolific musician, or are you just? Are, I mean, what 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 is? I presume the guitar is your your instrument of choice, but is that you're probably keyboardist, dobro player, mandolin, fiddle? I just play beats. I just make beats and stuff, but just like a MIDI. But um, yeah, I don't really mess with instruments, man. To be honest, I would rather not. I'd rather not even play guitar. Oh, uh, it's just like a economical, you know, thing sure. basically. But um, the prop. Shit, I don't care about playing music man at all. I, you know, if you notice, I play like I play. Uh, I don't play that much. Like a lot of times, I'm just using it like I'm kind of dropping out the guitar to like highlight the voice. Um, I learned yep. that from Ryan Peterson. Actually, he's in Jerk Farm. He's one of Ron's uh, kind of uh, affiliates, but he he would play like rhythmically more than anything. I would say, mm-hmm. and I, you know, guitar can be a drum, you know, and without like you know doing that whole like I need a Franco. Well, that's that's something I'd be curious about if if you if you would if you got some free time in your world, you know, you go to one of these these old old school old timey old white guy bluegrass festivals, and you go back amongst the campers, and you find you find the jam session. You're gonna find some crazy rhythm guitarists, and that mm-hmm. that you can perhaps learn a whole shit ton of amazing things about about how to do that. You know, tricks and times and 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 things that I'm, I'm not it's not insulting your your skills, but I mean, it seems like that's a great learning opportunity because I've. I've sat back there and, and just watched 
you know, 80-year-old dudes on oxygen, you know, pull out their old Martin, their Martin 1924s and, you know, pick off a bunch of stuff. And suddenly they're playing, they're playing these great rhythm, r- rhythm riffs. And, and if Melly is going to be your jam, I think that that could be a cool thing, but, yeah. but um, probably not. <laughs> no, I'm too busy listening to, you know, <laughs> probably not, but yeah, I, there's so much, there's so much out there, you know, it's, I, I love I love hanging out with other people because you hear stuff you wouldn't hear, you know, and that's really how any kind of inspiration strikes me because, you know, I'm in my controlled world with what I hear. You know, it's nice. Well, I, I really appreciate that admission that yeah, music's not my thing. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beat guy. I'm a, I'm a riff guy. I'm a rhythm guy. I want to yeah. make lyrics. That's that's great. Yeah. Have, and have you tried the looping technologies? Is that does it help your jam at all? Is that is that a good thing for you on stage or no? Um, I haven't. I should. Uh, I just haven't. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll probably just like, I'll probably just get with a band and um, try to get them to like drop out. I think because the way I drop out and stuff, I think it'd be really. I've recorded some with drummers; they hate it. But you, like, <laughs> you make them like drop out so you can like highlight. But you know, yeah. I like like you know, you a bongo player without that ego. I mean, the horn like, section's used to it. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, true. But go. like, you know, if the whole band can kind of stop without it sounding like cheesy, without that like strong horn hit. Um, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, just kind of like drop out. I don't know. I, I have some stuff recorded like that and it's, it sounds good. But um, yeah, I think there's like, because EDM, right? It's like, there's just kind of like drops, yep. drops. I feel like you can incorporate that even into like acoustic music, you know, without yeah. being overt, overt. I think the loop pedal would be really good. I have a I have a friend who did uh you know MPC and she would loop her vocals and per- performing live and it would create this like crazy But look at Reggie Reggie Watts. I mean Yeah, I mean Reggie Watts is obviously like he he started that shit. He's from Seattle, so I remember seeing him that's you amazing. know, back in the day, and he's you know, absolutely brilliant as far as what he can do with the yeah. vocal pedal. And just I actually vocals. have one of those pedals. I just have never gotten it out of the box and learned how to make the fucking thing go. Well, it's because you don't have any talent. <laughs> oh, I can loop. That, that's one thing I can do. I can loop. I'm looping since back uh, in the day. What's your, your uh, beat program of choice? You said you did most of it on MIDI. What's your DAW? Do you do uh, logic. Beat? Logic. Okay. Yeah. I did. Uh, I started on GarageBand when I was 15, obviously, for a first little bit because, you know, all the computers had that. Right. And then uh, moved on to Logic for a long time and then switched over to Ableton. And I've been on Ableton, Ableton. for, yeah, I've been on that for close to a, close to a decade now, probably, since I've done the full switch. That's but really good to... for like live, live performing too, right? Ableton's where it's at, right? Yeah, and I ended up just that's where I do all my engineering and stuff now because uh, I have my friend um, who who's a professional mixing and mastering engineer. Uh, he was he convinced me to switch over. He was like, "You can just do everything in it. You can produce beats. You can do the live mm-hmm. engineering, you know." And so the ability to have everything in the one program, you know, so you don't have to like switch it. You could just bring your Ableton with you and do it live and hook up the MIDI and oh, have wow. everything MIDI mapped and stuff. It's pretty, pretty crazy how, huh. how complex you could get. I mean, he would have like six different MIDI controllers. He was the, on some like ambient electronic music type of stuff, but he would have like, you know, 
a total of like 200 buttons, you know, Jesus. around him that he'd be wow. pushing and doing all these Great. little things and stuff. It was mm. fantastic to watch him perform, but wow. Um, yeah, he, he now now he does a video game design, uh, makes sound effects for video games. So you know, oh. he's one of those people that understands the the wave form very well. Right. Spoiler alert: We've got ice in our clink drinks now, so oh, I might boy, die. Do you, do you, do you, yeah. Did, so what? You boiled this and then froze this? You I'm presuming. Me. I'm presuming today's oh. ice is in the ice maker from yesterday, so tomorrow's ice will kill me. So Ooh, that's that's seems like you're flouting the rules a bit. I don't know. I'm, I do. I am a scofflaw, much like Newman. <laughs> Fair. Sorry to hijack us from MIDI discussions, but Prone I didn't to hijinks, chicanery, tomfoolery. I had an Atari twenty six hundred once that had that had a MIDI port. Hell yeah! You guys want one? I, I can I can bring it from my house. Still That's happening. another episode I'm looking to pitch. I want to do like a video game draft and get us old fuckers mixed in Ooh. with these young guys. Joust. Like they're they're yeah, exactly joust. They're like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, the one where the chicken picks up eggs. No, that's an ostrich. Okay. Hit fly. It's a pterodactyl, you asshole. Amazing. I mean, there's some good new video games, but they're, you know, Dr. Mario might be my number one of all time. Really? I want to throw a pill. I want to kill a virus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I do know what you're saying. That's heavy. Yeah. Jim, video game guy or no? No. Never. I don't How know. About what? cowbell guy. You a cowbell guy? What? What do you? What? Do you, you're, no. you're not making music. When you're not making music and not working out and not chasing chicks, what are you doing? Going crazy, man. Lately, to be honest. Where's Shelly at? I mean, that's what I need to know. Uh, that that's my friend's wife. Uh, <laughs> I wrote oh. that uh, for their wedding. So your OnlyFans song then about the pink toes is all about. <laughs> I knew you were a. I knew you were a guy I could get behind. Yeah. Hey Ron, delete that. <laughs> bondage talk. Yeah. Bondage. Tax time doesn't have to hurt, unless you want it to. And if that's the case, come to the trusted professionals at S and M Block. Tax time only comes once a year, but that doesn't mean you have to. Our team of professionals are not only certified CPAs, but also hold certificates of pain and pleasure administration from Mistress Victoria's Tax Dungeon. And that's Victoria with a K. So maximize your pleasure and your tax returns with S&M Block. Our team of experts here at S&M Block can match you with a pro perfectly suited to your specific tax needs and pain slash pleasure expectations. This tax season, don't trust your experience to some green CPA who's never handled a ball gag, let alone capital gains or a spreader bar. This year, come to S&M Block. Add that bet. I think then it's a solid bit. The best thing about playing banjo is... And now, a half-assed podcast exclusive, Banjo Corner. Yeehaw! Is if you have a six-key banjo with a slip string... It's so much fun to play because that whole the, the whole string it goes it's it's notched it goes from one one key to the next so so again enough deliverance talk shall we move on I'm so glad I get to use my banjo corner sounder I knew I needed to make one it's it's gotten a stupid amount of use. let's talk about weed and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> 
that seems more like more like this podcast needs to go down that direction. Okay. I don't have any sounders for that. Oddly, is that is that the next thing I need to look into? You really need to make a getting high sounder. It's like the bong doesn't cover it. It does. It just doesn't cover it. You waking up tired in the morning, a little too tired because you partied too hard. Well, got that automatic coffee pot going. Smell that Folgers brewing in the morning, and you're excited. Go out, grab yourself a cup of coffee, but you know it needs a little bit of, a little bit of something extra. You know what I mean? A little bit of something to give you a boost. Well, now we have cocaine cubes by Sugar Booger brand cocaine. Yes, just like sugar cubes, these small cubes of cocaine you can drop into any liquid, and they will start your day off fresh. Get that heart going to 160 straight off the bat. 160? I'm talking BPMs, baby. 160? I'm talking about how many miles you're going to run all over these people's asses when you've got Sugar Booger brand cocaine cubes. Drop them in your coffee. Drop them in your water. Drop them in your iced tea. Give them to your children. Everything's great. Cocaine. For kids. Brought to you by Ruining Your Childhood available now at connor's cocaine emporium i was recording i was in the booth you know i'm all up on the microphone and i was getting ready to do my verse and i could hear all my voice is isolated i was making the snorting sounds just because you know <laughs> breathing like, going it's funny right and then i just started getting i was like we need to make a song about like snorting something and just have like just a ridiculous intro and i was like but cocaine is just too like too many people do too it on the nose right? it's too yeah Exactly. So uh, we made a song about sniffing paint chips. I like it. Yeah. Because, you know, that's the logical, tra- you know, next step. So, fun fact. Enjoyed that fun. We need a fun fact sounder. Bond talk seems more interesting than that. Oh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't do paint chips? I mean, come on. Well, I mean, I'm What's a guy who knows about lead. No, I don't do paint or mercury. I don't lick Come mercury. On. I don't chase mercury pills with my quarters. What's wrong I clean that? that shit up. I go away. No, 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 Jim has leaving on his face, so unless we engage him soon, he's going to bail on us. Ron, talk to your friend Jim and keep him keep him here for ten more minutes. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, let me let me gather myself. So, Jim, this is what happens when we all get together and get fucked up in various ways. Everyone loses their shit and it gets greasy, and we record it and put it out there in the world. But for your name, we won't do any of that because we would protect. We'll protect your your brand in ways that don't matter to you, but matter to our four listeners. So uh, don't worry. The, j- this is nothing what Jim's seen me at. So we're, uh, we're, we're fine. Yeah. This, this is a modest three. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah. We uh, fair, <laughs> fair play. Yes. What's it, what is what he fair, fair, fair chat. Fair. I'm behaving like good a chow, stately good chow, goddamn chow. diplomat over here. That's and now the Outsiders Social Club is going to fast forward 0.01 blood alcohol content into the future, future, future. I remember the first time I heard country music. 
I was chewing some tobacco with my daddy, eight years old, fishing down by the river. He got annoyed, pulled out his shotgun, shot that trout right in the face. We had trout that night, best thing I ever had in my life. Then Jesus found me, and he said, God damn it, son, you hunt fish with the best of them. And so we made a song about it, damn it. He pulled out his guitar. I pulled out my ukulele. We got to a strumming. Forever then, I love me some country music. I'm heading down a dirt road. Dust is kicking up. I'm wearing my blue jeans. And I don't give a fuck. And I found Jesus when I really needed him. But I swear I'm a country boy and I still sin. You sure you're just drinking chamomile tea because you're getting kind of red? You know what? I um, It's I getting was, hot in her. <laughs> I got sick the other night on New Year's Day. Um, I was up to like four. I had like four, only like 10 Guinness stouts over like 12 hours. But Ooh, that'd be, that'd be sobriety. Yeah, I know. I just don't have it in me anymore. I don't know what it is. We're so yeah, proud of you. I'm You're so slipping. fit and handsome and attractive and Sad hardworking. Sad Adderall. But um, keeps your jaw sculpted. Yeah, beats the <laughs> cocaine, I guess. Yeah, I um, I don't know what it is, man. I uh, I've like been around. You know, I've done a lot, but man, I'm telling you, there's nothing like some good, like some real, like turmeric or something like that. I'm, just, I'm like feeling good. You know what I mean? I've hoovered Schneef off a of sleeping cow's teat. No, I'm, I really love. I love the fact you're chasing your dreams. Like I, I'm my jealousy is hard to hide. <laughs> because I don't know what to what, don't know what to say about it. It's like, oh, this is good, and it's fun to watch. But also, I I would never never wouldn't even think about doing it. I got I got my shit tomorrow. Yeah. I gotta go watch a carpet guy lay carpet tomorrow. Right? That's gotta yeah. be work early, extra early to watch guy lay carpet. Rough. Yeah. Is that a, now? Is that a euphemism or uh, this? No, guy it's 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 he's li- literally laying. He's tearing up carpet and laying carpet. Yes, I've laid more pipe in this town than Wabasha plumbing. <laughs> Sounders, am I right? You on the Gatorade now? You're refreshing. Coming back. Gatorade in a can. Gatorade. You know, the Florida Gators in 1976 developed their own personal rejuvenation drink. They called it Gatorade. What kind of sorcery is this in a can? The interesting Gatorade story I have is apparently when they were developing the drink, they gave it to the players and the players said, this tastes like piss. Uh, So the scientists were like, huh, what's piss taste like? So all the scientists had to drink piss so they could determine that, oh, Gatorade does taste like piss. We need to change this. Uh. Hashtag science doesn't work that way. They, you got to know, right? Yeah. Can't say, well, how do I make it not taste like piss if I don't know what piss tastes like? Jim, do you have an energy drink of choice? I used to go Red Bull sugar-free, but there's a new like sour, I think it's Sour Patch Kids, right? The new, have you seen that? Ooh, like, the um, drink, yeah, yeah, it's super good. Oh, yeah, somebody, yeah. uh, another, a different gas station in the area had that, and uh, somebody put me on to one of those. And that's... you have one gas station. You said it earlier. Hashtag checked Ron. Well, oh, that's the town I work in. Uh, the oh, town God. I live in has like four 
gas stations. What's it like to live in a big much. city like that? Oh man! Well, the good I'll one trade now? you twenty five thousand Mormons for a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> not the good one. We're not not the twenty four hour one. That one stays. Yeah, the talent, the talent of the gas station. Oh yeah, it it was. I remember when we first got a twenty four hour gas station. It was like it's fucking magical. I remember going up there on my bike, buying a two liter, like. So, like this is America that I've heard about in the movies for all these years. Twenty-four hour service. Well, I should probably call it, and I got three three shows tomorrow. Of course. Oh damn! Regular yeah. three. You got an hour on me, so shit. It's like oh, eleven there. Oh yeah, that trick. Yeah, that's right. I I play um. What I really do to like make money for work is I play at like nicer retirement homes. Don't tell anybody, but um. <laughs> That's like how I make money. Oh yeah, there was oh. the uh, we had a couple of stories on that drinks with Ron. Where <laughs> you you talked about one of the shows where uh, one of the ladies was a little bit aggressive and uh, all the time. Yeah, following you around the home and crabs. And yeah, one one of the ladies came up and kind of ominously says to Jim, "Looks like you got a lot of muscles under that shirt." Like yeah. implying that things were going to happen. Like, it was my like, favorite, well, my favorite is when I go up front, they go, Oh, he sings too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. It's all part of It's fun. I love that group. You know, I love that group, that demographic. It's really fun. Yeah. As long as they don't rush the stage and all that wool would just start a fire. <laughs> so many shawls pressed into one area. Dangerous. So before you bail, Jim, um, can we do anything to help you? What, can we follow you somewhere? Be a be a thing. Be a be a be a plus. Be a minus. Do something for you. Yeah, plug it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, um, my name is Jim Seem. J I M S E E M. I'm on like Instagram, TikTok. Be a good help. Um, and plus, if you know anybody that's like trying to invest in an up and coming artist, I'm trying to get some investors. Yeah, Tree Fort. You know, buy shares in Jim Seam. That's right. So trying to do it old school style, like a business official. But yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thanks so much for having me. You guys are really fun. So oh, yeah, well, man. good luck, man. Well, yeah. When we, yeah, if we find you anywhere, if I find you anywhere, we'll we certainly be, do my very best to be thoughtful and kind and gracious. And my, my three people that follow me will follow you too. Sounds good. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Yeah. 12 listeners coming your way. All right. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> There might there may come a day if I get a little more well known where I say delete the whole thing. <laughs> I, like I would we, think so. Yes. I feel like we kept it pretty pretty. You know, I'm gonna hit the hay. All right, later, Jim. Thanks, man. Later, man. See you later. You're getting cease and desisted for the for the intro song. No, I'm 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 wishing uh, I yeah. will. Yeah, I'm. That's the goal. If it hits the if it, if it hits yeah. their the radar, well, we've we've got a hundred listeners. Yeah, if I ever get one, it'd be like yes, somebody heard us. So I I was talking to Anthony Mays about. I was like, so are you ever afraid of getting like you know clapped for some of the samples and stuff? And he's just like, no, especially if it's like in a two two hour file or something like that. There's a little bit of stuff. Right, they're not like, going to find it. Yeah, more often than not, the algorithms are analyzing the entire waveform. And so it seems yeah. like the it seems like podcasts are almost kind of immune at least at this time. So I mean, yeah. knock on wood, 
Well, and there's no um, revenue to go after. That's really what it comes exactly. down to. Is like there's like four yeah. podcasters that make money, and yeah. you know, like what well, they don't need you. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah, part no, of the I reason I was that. I was wondering if he was concerned because you know now they're one of four. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. No, it's. I think he's right. I mean, YouTube has been insane with that algorithm. I'll record an episode and you would think me playing Buddy Miles or fucking Herbie Hancock in the background while I fucking do this and talk, that algorithm picks up the song over all my drunken shenanigans. And it bounces you? Yeah. No, it lets me have them, but I'm copyright flagged. So, you know, they're entitled to some of my proceeds. (laughs) You can have it. I'd like, yeah. The ass cap. It's not Jesus talk. Yeah, like what's point one percent of zero? Like, uh, tell me, uh, tell me that, and that's how much yep. you get. It's twenty bucks. Give me it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice job, Ron. So I had to mute you, Ron, about a dozen times because of the cough, not because of the the chortle. The- yeah. No, I gotta. I I always think that the one cough's gonna be it. I'm just going to do this one cough and then it'll all be fine. And I'll just 400 coughs later. Oh, oh, nope. There's another one. Oh, well, I think I'm good now. No. Should I mute? No, don't mute. No, you're done coughing Oh, No, here comes three more. I was muted anyway. It's fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. I approve. You've been muted. (laughs) Didn't get to use it. Yep. So can you guys help me get back to good on, on the Simpsons? I've seen maybe, maybe four episodes. That's it. What? That's it? Of all of them? Yes. What four, what four have you seen? Were, were, were like just on TV at random points in time? Well, no, but back when I, when they first debuted, it's like season one, season two, oh, okay. season three. Okay. When That's they were all like- I ever saw. And then I left home and never watched wow. the Simpsons again. Hmm. See, those first few seasons, they were actually more like a normal sitcom, where if you go watch them now, like Homer's like normal dad trying to help his kids with problems they're having. And it's it's weird to, to look at it now. Because I hate, I hate American dad commercials. I don't want to watch oh. that. Commer- I don't want to watch that cartoon for anything. Oh, you have to me pay some. me Jim Seems cryptocurrency to watch, <laughs> to watch Family Dad. I don't want that baby. I don't want that little stupid dog. I don't want any of that shit. Oh, Give, me a, Give me a good cartoon. You saying Family Guy or American Dad? You just I don't know. Both. Same yes. thing. Yeah. They're, yes. they're the same same creator. You know. Is it Tom and Jerry from 1957? Those Haley. Oh my God, those chocodiles. See, I, I don't get it. I want to get it, but I can't get it. I don't know what a chocodile is. Those chocodiles, Haley. It's a chocolate crocodile, I'm assuming. Oh my God, those chocodiles. Yeah, we get the know. idea, but still. The chocolate, but it's such a callback phrase that multiple characters have used it. It's well, don't make me don't make me ditch you guys to watch um below deck because that show's hot oh, and you guys hot. are talking about cartoons below deck. Uh, there's a Simpsons episode, fuck park a boat. There's a Simpsons <laughs> episode where Homer eats a uh Guatemalan ghost pepper and Ooh. uh and hallucinates, trips and his balls off. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. There's a real sweet spot with the Simpsons between mid nineties, late nineties. Yeah, season four through uh, 
I mean, even like third, like uh, 12, you know, four but that's an 12. episode. I would, I would love to hear in, in all seriousness, an op, an, an episode <laughs> of give us the top 30 or, you know, not, not a Simpsons draft per se, but like the top 25 mm-hmm. Simpsons show. Cause I don't care about that shit. I don't care about in South Park was my jam. When, when chef left, I got pissed Park, off. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I watch, then I watch uh team America world police. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm Matt Damon. So, but I, I would love to watch someone catch up, but I just, I just can't. And that's the fun thing about this little, little podcast we have here, right? If we can skew just a little bit, a little bit to the, the gaming generation, we could have something, I think. Well, that's why I'd like to bring Derek on board a little, but more don't talk about, ha- don't talk around the hash. Cause he'll steal our ideas and make it nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we talk about games a bit, but I don't want to lean into the gamer world per se. You know, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would like to do a video game draft just literally for that reason of the juxtaposition of like the games that you and I would pick are so like, yeah, yeah, like joust. anything made in- like you saying joust. I was laughing. My, I'm just like, wow, love joust. You guys remember trying to flip asteroids? I did oh, it yeah. once. Oh, yeah. I have had to go to, you had to get to um a hundred million million. So it had to be a trillion points and the asteroid would start over. Never anywhere near that. Yeah. Yeah. My uh I had an old roommate who used to that used to be one of his like go to things where he would beat old video games and do like speed runs and stuff. Tight. NES, Atari, like <laughs> I used to collect old video games and I sold my collection before moving to Portland about a decade yeah. ago. But I had a bunch of Atari games, Jaguar. Uh, I had a Sega Saturn. I had yeah. a, the Dreamcast. I had Genesis, a bunch of stuff. I still have my Nintendo 64 and all the games. And I think I just got rid of my NES a little while ago that I had from. It was my my older brothers got it when it was brand new. Nice. And then, it, then I got, you know, it passed along. And then I still had it, and I just got rid of it. So yep. see, I was always a Sega guy. So I had, I had a Sega Genesis, but I had the Master oh System before that. But yep. the thing with the Master System was you'd put a game cartridge in the top, but if you didn't put a game in and just hit power, there were two games built in. What? Yeah, Hang On, the motorcycle racing game, and Safari Hunt, their shooting game. So when my unit went bad. I end up writing Sega and I was like, Hey, my uh, ports for my controllers don't work. Um, And they're like, well, we'll send you like a Genesis or something. I'm like, yeah, but I won't have the games. So they end up sending me an adapter for the Sega Genesis that you would plug into the top and you could play regular Sega master system games in it. It was, it was dope. It was the controller ports were fucked, but. Well, yeah, the original Master System part was never good, but my yeah, family was the yeah. Nintendo family, but my cousins were a Sega family. And then my best friend also had the Genesis and stuff like that, where he grew up and like he wanted the Game Boy. He wanted because, you know, my age, we had Pokemon, we had Mario, you know, so Nintendo, I mean, Sonic was cool. And I remember having the Game Gear actually when I was a kid, and that okay. was far superior to my friend's. Game, Game Boy. Boy. Oh, not even close. Because I was just like, dude, look, I have a backlit screen and shit. I was bringing it everywhere. I brought it into the sandbox. And then I couldn't use the buttons ever again. So <laughs> that was what happened to my Game Gear. Uh, I loved it. 
<laughs> I love that you said Sega Saturn. Oh, the Saturn was the shit. Saturn was <laughs> when they first went to a disc. It was like, oh, well, I remember my cousins had it, and they had all of the, vir- you know, like the Virtua Fighter, Virtua, okay. you know, like it was just everything was Virtua something, right? And it was fantastic. And my, uh, my buddy had a 3DO. Did you ever see one of those? No, but I remember the name. It was, I think, along the same time and uh, frame as the Genesis. So it did. It had the disc games as well, but they were really, uh, they were more video based. A lot of them. So I mean, you had game interface, but then when you'd switch. Instead of, you know, the old 8-bit screen of a guy jogging, it was an actual video clip. But mm. I played it a couple times. It was a hell of a system for the time. Mm. King's Quest 1, 2, and 3. Boom. Nailed it. Contra 2. Ooh. If I use words you guys don't understand, it seems even worse. I might just have to go with regular old Super Mario Brothers. Have you ever played the Super Mario Brothers 2, the or the actual the Super Japanese Mario version? The, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Most frustrating experience I've ever had in my life. You must kill yourself at the end of the game. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of the game. You have you dishonored can't... Mario. Yeah. Yeah, it was too hard for American consumers, so they were just like, well, let's do this other thing that's branded entirely <laughs> different. So I actually yeah. have the uh, turn up Oh shit! The one, yeah, from from Mario Two. Thank you. Sizzling hot takes. I'm gonna throw down a hot take. Mario Two, underappreciated. Oh, very very great game. I mean, that's why I got a I got a Mario tat. Gets no love. It's it's a solid game. I'm uh I'm getting one more turn up tattoo, and it's gonna have a a, a Mac Dre Fizz face. If you guys are familiar with your I Bay know. Area uh, uh hip hop. I'm, I know it's not old school, you know. I'm not, unless you're talking DJ Quick. No, DJ Quick's LA. It's all new school. Is all he? School. He was pretty true. Oh yeah, he's Compton. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Because he hates Easy E, and he calls him many, many slurs, and you know. As was the practice of the day, to attack someone's character in the common day parlance. Oh yes. General slurs in your direction, sir. Ah, yes, you, my good man, are a hoe. Let it be known throughout the land. Ho. Hear, hear. To hoes. All right. The new Sounder dictator. overboard. Yep. It's with great power comes great responsibility. And clearly I've, I'm not ready for all of this power. We're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to scale it back. I got a problem. And now the Outsiders Social Club is going to fast forward 0.01 blood alcohol content into the future, future, future. Well, mumble rap is my favorite thing of my thing. My my current favorite thing about rap, right? (laughs) I love that stuff. We were talking about it. It's like the lyrics don't matter. It's like it's 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 a, a, a you know a, a melodic drum, right? Is the best way to think about it, and it it's fantastic if you can kind of just turn off. I listen to like a lot of music in languages I don't understand because more often than not I don't want to try to decipher meaning. You know what I mean? Right. I just well, focus on nope. vibe. 
yeah. that's a good way to do it. Well, I remember getting that back in the day. Like, I'd have a song that I like, well, don't you know that song is saying blah, blah, blah? No. No, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I'm I just going blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I love the hook. Like, sorry. Oh, really? They're talking about doing what? Like, oh, shit, that's a problem. That's good stuff. I'm trying to write, uh, well, I'm trying to write a song right now, but I don't want to say what it's about. It's supposed to be a secret. So. Oh. Fair enough. Ooh. Secret songs. That's the but, nice thing is I've kind of gone had gone the opposite direction. Now I don't have to work on songs. I'm doing little tiny short production things, and that's actually what I'm better at than music. So this is work, working out for me. All yeah. you creatives are so cute. They're Great so cute at sounders. I can't write you a decent song, but you want a sounder about, I don't know, dog taking a shit? I, I'll get you one. <laughs> dog taking a shit. Yep. Yeah. That's what everyone wants to hear. Is the sound, right. of, you know? Canine oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Live. Well, it's an audio format, you know. They're not seeing him take a shit. I gotta, gotta let him know. Got Ted Jansen, right. go take a shit. Ted, what's up? Slacking. Hey Ted. Yeah, yeah. We ain't got anything from not much from Ted. Just whining. Yeah. You can't Life. win them all. No. You can't win them all. Can't win any of them. Nah. <laughs> Sometimes I lose. They ain't all winners, Billy. They ain't all winners. No. I gotta Some... go take I gotta go take a piss. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Let the decree go forth. It is time to pee. Are you sick of the snow? All that shoveling really messing with your bad back? I mean, snow blowers are great. I mean, I love mine, but let's face it doesn't really solve the problem. You're just throwing it over into a pile so it can blow back on you later. You're never actually getting rid of the GD snow, are you? Well, that's where my uh, product here is going to come in handy for you. It's the FT-1. And FT stands for flamethrower. Yeah, that's right. That snow, uh, if you can't get rid of it, it's just going to come back to hunches. So let's get rid of that crap, huh? Fire up the FT-1 with a simple press of a button. The pilot light is there ready to go. It'll throw flames up to 12 feet. You'll have a 1,000 degrees worth of heat out there. You'll have your driveway melted off in no time. All that snow, you ain't moving it around and stockpiling it, coming back to mess with you later. You're getting rid of it. You're converting it down into the water form where it's most natural and comfortable. And then it... uh, just uh, rolls away. I mean, sure, it's going to freeze up in ice, but that's your neighbor's problem, isn't it? So I, I say, why don't you forget about the snowblower and get you an FT-1 from Taint Co. You can find them down at the Star Mart there. Like Saturday nights, like sometime if we ever record on a Friday night or a Saturday night, this podcast will go off the rails because we know some <laughs> people who drink too much. Uh-oh. Just right. saying. Yeah. This, is what much, this is a Thursday? Uh, it's a Tuesday. I don't even know anymore. 